Hope you're enjoying your weekend, folks. Here comes episode 21. Trump is vindicated on the Georgia call. Biden falls down three times on Air Force One. Kanye West is worth $6.6 billion with a B dollars. NFTs are way more dangerous than it seems. The new National Football League contract and what it means to the media as a whole. A short missive of the cola personality. Neutrinos. We have very little gas left and more of the news of the week. Plus, a special message about the things going on with the Asian American community. All this and more on today's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. That's Hollaback! We got a lot of things to discuss in the first segment of this episode. And I will try and get through most of it today with this episode. I'm just going to make this very clear. It's not a good sight for America to have its president fall down three straight times on Air Force One. And you know what it means when that is going around. People are going to start talking. This hasn't been a good day for Biden's people. Biden's people is speaking with the Chinese concerning certain issues dealing with the calls for strength in the case of Biden's people towards China. And China has pretty much said, I'm calling your bluff. You ain't shit. Basically, not a good day for Biden's people. And it wasn't a good day for Biden's people when it came to microphone gate. Now, a famous UFC star, Tito Ortiz, reposted something from a short little question session right outside the White House. And it looked like it was under green screen. They had a bunch of pictures showing that it wasn't green screen. It was actually there. Other people are saying it, it, it looks green screen. This, 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 this is bad. But then they have other people coming there trying to recreate this scene. And the scene from the recreations look natural than the scenes that were from originally coming into... <clears throat> the actual one for Biden. And Biden, it it, it seems like he was clipping out and over those particular things as well. Remember last week when we were talking about the fakes that were coming out, especially with this Tom Cruise fake that was being used as an art project mostly. And a lot of people thought that Tom Cruise was golfing. Excuse me. Tom Cruise was golfing. He was doing all sorts of things. He was promoting crypto, all the rest of it. 
but it wasn't really him. People are afraid of how this technology is going to be used. Now, it seems like people have been convinced that the technology is being used right now and a microphone has seen it. This has given somewhat of a movement to the conspiracy that Mr. Biden is not in the White House or hasn't been in the White House for several weeks. That he hasn't called a press conference on the White House in almost 120 some days. Well, it's closer to 100 something days. Not we're not really there to the hundred day thing yet. He hasn't called in a hundred and that that many days. This is also give credence that there is something going around in the White House, and that they have no way of cleaning out the White House in that particular sense. I'm not willing to go that far. There are certain optical illusions that do happen in real life that seems to me that has an effect, but I have to give somewhat some credence to Tito Ortiz. Look, something's up. If they just told us the truth about how serious this thing is with this particular virus that the that President Trump used that President Trump was infected by, as well as Mrs. Trump, Melania, if they were told the truth about this particular virus and how it infects the place and how it's hard to clean a very old White House from ship to stern, we would have had more understanding when Biden's people were in were placed into the White House. So in that particular sense, it might have been more advantageous for Biden's people to explain more of the issues concerning with this particular thing with COVID-19 if they had feel as those that Mr. Biden is at an advanced age and he cannot conduct his duties in an advanced age in that particular situation with this virus going around that he cannot stay in that particular place until they deem as so is completely clean. That could be absolutely substantiated in that particular sense because we have incidences of these particular sets all over the news business being cleaned down for many, many weeks before anybody could use it again and new protocols were put in place. This is the problem that Biden's people is are having and we're going to have more of these particular issues coming as well in the future and it's not a good sight for biden's people as a whole when it comes with this particular issue now we want to get to something concerning with president trump concerning the call dealing with georgia now i want to get to the article here, the Washington Post issues a major retraction. And here is what he said here. The Washington Post issued a correction to the contents of the incorrectly reported phone call that was had with voter fraud in Georgia. Fulton County has not been properly audited 
for a signature verification. They only looked at areas where the state must have been likely to show a few problems, and even there, they found a large number of mistakes. On January 9th, the Post reported that Trump told Watson, which is the Secretary of State's office, to find the fraud that claims that was done in the election of 2020, and that if this person did, she will become a natural hero. The actual recording of the call reveals that Trump had said no such thing. Instead, I quote, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in Putin County, Georgia, ensuring that she will find dishonesty there. She had the most important job in the country right now. <clears throat> That's what it basically said. It did not say anything of the sort that people accused Trump of saying. This is in turn to another article that was posted a couple of days ago. If we can find it here. Well, what it pretty much says is that article said earlier, this is from the a judge in Florida might unseal absentee ballots in the state Fulton County so that a government watchdog can investigate these particular allegations of fraud. Henry County Superior Court Judge Brian Amaro said he's inclined to order the ballots unsealed and reviewed by experts hired by Garland Ferraro, an advocate of voting integrity, according to a report by the Atlantic Journal-Constitution. Amaro in a Monday court hearing said that if the ballots are unsealed, there needs to be a plan in order to make sure they are kept in secret and stay secure. They want to do this in such a way that it spells rumors and dis disinformation and sheds light. The devil is in the details. So, first off, the Washington Post pretty much gave out a lie concerning the issues with Fulton County and the call that Trump made to the Secretary of State. That faulty call was considered evidence dealing with what happened on January 6th. So what has happened is, is that that evidence is a lie. And so now there's issues concerning with, let's make sure these we audit this particular thing and find out what happened in Georgia. So this is getting to be extremely weird right after the issues with all the courts have completely been finished, according to many sources. We'll have more on all of this in the upcoming days. The UK has nothing left for its populace, so all it does is create prisons. I want to talk about this particular story that has come up with a woman that was killed by a police officer and the absolute anarchy that took place in the last few days during that, which has led the mayor of London, not the mayor of London, the actual city of London, but the mayor of London to issue a decree leading to a possible new law stating that misogyny will become a hate crime 
in that particular way. It has become a very deepening and dark issue in the UK, but it is part of a much deeper and darker problem. We have stated in the specials about how women see the world and Meghan Markle's issues we have also explained. But this is a really dark issue that we need to discuss in a better way and in a better format because a lot of this is coming from the basis of an emotional reaction to an actual crime that took place. This crime is simple to take care of. It is a crime that will put that person in jail for many, many years. He will never get out. It is over. It is done with. There is no need to add more things to cause more problems for people that cannot, that have, that just want to conversate with the other sex. That the way that women and men speak to each other is a little bit different as men talk to men and women talk to women. But they want to change it into something that is imbalanced or can he ever be balanced that's another big question that we we try to answer in the specials but again this is the way the way men are treated in the west they are treated unfortunately as pack animals and the unfortunate and sad truth is is that we did have an incident of of actual animals hurting the innocent in the UK and very little if anything was done to stop these particular attacks but now a woman gets hurt by a cop and the law says that we got to change the law in order to make sure that everybody gets punished for even having banter with the opposite sex. It's absolutely unbecoming for a simple, someone did a bad act, murder, need to be punished for that murder. And to make sure that murder does not happen again, this is the wrong way to go about it. We'll have more about this particular case in the UK as it becomes available. The American Recovery Plan has been activated. Checks are going out, but it seems that those checks will be delayed somewhat for a few weeks, others for a few days, many others for an uh, enormous amount of time. These checks are to supplement the other particular checks, goes with unemployment benefits, goes with other particular things as well. They're going around the country to promote this recovery plan. I don't believe it is a recovery plan. I believe in real sense, it is a plan to 
keep things to try and restart everything back in America, but they will fail in the interim of doing so. They have, Biden's people do not realize, and I really do mean this, the damage that a lot of these lockdowns, especially in these states, have done. What you're beginning to see is a retrofitting of what America is just because of these COVID lockdowns and how long the COVID lockdowns are going to last and how these COVID lockdowns will be expressed especially concerning the way we do elections as they are trying to figure out how do we try to fortify quote-unquote elections for both governorships and so on. Speaking of governorships, Governor Cuomo is in a spot of trouble, both in the FBI sense and in his personal life. Biden has put down the thumbs down on Mr. Cuomo and Cuomo will start talking because he is that man. Speaking of being that man, the FBI and Mr. Ray is beginning to figure out that something just went haywire with, with Cuomo's plan with the hospitals, the nursing hospitals and the COVID patients being sent there. Is there something that smells really bad in that decision in order to send those COVID patients in those nursing hospitals? One has got to wonder how deep this thing goes, but it looks like that Cuomo don't have a lot of the people's back. Some of the people, a lot of the Democrats back, excuse me. Some of the people are saying that a lot of these particular things concerning Cuomo in particular is pretty much to put Harris's favorite people on the high end, as you were, towards running the Empire State. But we do not know if it's that or is to pretty much try to get him out because there could be and there may be something to this COVID thing concerning these particular um, nursing hospitals that should be investigated seriously. And the same decision will happen in New Jersey and the same decision happened in Pennsylvania. So one has to wonder where all of this is headed. Speaking of these particular issues. So in that sense, we also have to talk about the White House firing five people for previous usage of marijuana, which has become very interesting, especially with who is in the vice president's chair so they have fired these secretaries for previous drug use and it's kind of like the hypocrisy is 
pretty much huge these days as they don't know what to do concerning the issues of marijuana and other particular drug use. So where now they are, the Biden's people are more carte blanche when it comes to drug use and how to handle drug addiction. Whereas when it comes to their own, it turns out you're going to get fired for that previous drug use. You're going to get punished for it. That's basically what it is. Speaking of which, Matt Taibbi has showed some ratings that will not make a lot of people happy. And those people would be the cable industry. He showed some fascinating stats and figures that pretty much states that the boom that Donald Trump has given them over the last four years is basically over with this new administration that has come in. Not surprisingly enough, Fox News has the lowest of the gains, but those that were connected more towards Trump, like Sean Hannity, has suffered much more with the loss of Trump than those that have done without Trump as the main focus of their programming. It is not surprising that this is happening. There are some worries that the money train has basically run out for these particular entities in the cable business. And it is an overall trend that we will discuss later on in the second segment when we are going to discuss the new National Football League contracts and what it will mean to the future of all of the media as a whole. Speaking of mediums and medias, John Oliver laid what many liberals call the smackdown on Tucker Carlson, but Tucker Carlson has yet to respond. We'll wait for his response possibly next week or the upcoming few weeks on this particular radio show, The Beyond This Earth. And in one very interesting thing that has also talked about music and the whole strangeness of the Grammy Awards, was it more like the MTV Music Awards? Was it more like the AMAs? Was it more like Billboard? Where was CBS? Was it a sleep at the wheel? Was it more to promote Paramount Peaks? It doesn't really matter at the end of the analysis. Kanye West, according to many sources, is now worth $6.6 billion. Would it be billion dollars liquid? And he was in debt $54 million and he turned it into $66 million. Billion. That's in three years. Now, apropos of nothing, as you have known, Kanye West is one of your host very favorite artists, and his particular nuances is quite entertaining. But there have been a lot to been to be desired concerning 
his um, ways of how he speaks concerning certain issues with slavery and a whole lot of these particular things. And he never really got to explain it fully in that particular sense. And a lot of people will not forgive him for those particular things, and they should not. So things are moved on into different places in different areas. But Kanye West, via the deals with Adidas and via the deals with Gap, which is now Yeezy Gap in certain places, is now worth $6.6 billion with AB dollars. That is absolutely wild. And he recently got divorced. So the reason why they put this contract up is to say that she is going to get at least $3.4 billion of his money via the divorce filings with Kim Kardashian, with Kanye West, between Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. <sighs> that is absolutely crazy if it can be, well, it is substantiated, which makes it all very intriguing, very intriguing to me. And it's going to be very interesting if he has this money, what he's going to do with how much he is worth. If you have seen the recent video, recent audio that he did with Joe Rogan, he began to look at his finances and began to fit the spigots to make sure that the the money doesn't overflow or get out of his hands. And surprisingly enough, it turns out that when he looked at his funds and figured out who was taking money, who wasn't taking money, all of a sudden, we now see how much he really is worth. It is absolutely crazy to me. That is how much he is worth in that particular sense. One particular aspect, when we go back to this particular story about Trump's and the ratings and all the rest of these things, it's become apparent to me that we're beginning to see a trend that a lot of people are not looking at in an honest manner. Now, you have 4 million people Four or five million people watching Tucker Carlson. Well, Tucker Carlson skews very old. I mentioned this a while back. And very old doesn't necessarily mean successful ways of game, of, of advertising and the rest of it. Because you might have to skew that advertising towards what old people might like. They might like certain other things. They may not want a new car. They might not. They, you have to put finance and all the rest of these things there. A lot of the commercials that they air for Tucker Carlson since the last two times there was an advertising ban against his show have not been for the major media, but has been for offset media, not so much mainstream, but pretty much connected to, you know, sunglasses, tactical gear, military things, and so on. And in one particular sense, his complaints about the military are somewhat valid if you look for it in a pro-wrestling sense. One of the things that people have to realize is that we don't send pregnant women into the ring, therefore we shouldn't be sending pregnant women into war. 
We didn't, that does not mean we send women into war. That does not mean that. It means that a woman who is six months pregnant should not be fighting in a conflict. Usually, the people the war hurts most are pregnant women who are victims of war. Now we're going to use pregnant women, which is basically Tucker's argument here, to fight in jets, knowing that there are CCs, you know, G high-level G forces putting on the pressure of both the pregnant woman and the baby. That is his complaint. Everybody, especially in the Pentagon, so great offense to this, which is not really a great offense, but trying to protect the mother and the child, which is basically his whole thing about protecting life as a whole from anti-abortion and the whole rest of these things. And another thing is, is that in a war zone, there is not going to be a lot of, how shall we say, the creature comforts of how we raise children in the United States, even though the creature comforts is not as strong as in other countries. It used to be, but it's not anymore. And that is because of the way we see children in this country is absolutely fucking backwards from the time the child is conceived to the child to the time the child reaches high school age to graduation it's fucking backwards the liberals have told you about this the conservatives have done a better job in explaining it the reason was why while the liberals tried to obfuscate the issue but they have certain points they need to be made Although a lot of it is basically more utopian bullshit. These are the, but these are the things that you have to realize is that he skews older. You do not have somebody younger that has things that are connected to certain entities that people want to buy in those ads doing those particular particular advertising as it were so what is going to happen in the next couple of years especially when we get to this next segment about who's going to replace russian major cities is that they are going to start making horrendous mistakes in the people that they are bringing about another thing that people are hoping that jake paul and i know it's related to tucker Carlson, but bear with me the thing they want to see with Jake Paul and his brother and other people is that now he has spent seven years, he's at the age that he needs to become a superstar and they go on a ride with him or they don't have a chance in order to promote, say, boxing, wrestling, the whole nine yards of it. They're taking that humongous risk. Bob Borny is one of those risks that are succeeding for the WWE. And they're thinking that Jake Paul and Logan Paul will do the same thing. Here's the problem. If they are successful, then it is all, it is season on to get every single YouTube star and try to make the mainstream as fast as possible. 
if Logan Paul doesn't make that type of money, then they're going to say, we don't have a shot. We got to wait another five years before something in this ecosystem that is breaking apart has to take its place. I will explain all of this when we talk about in the second segment dealing with the NFL as well. It is not a pretty sight for the mainstream media. They need to figure out how to become anti-fragile, as I said last, last week. We'll explain it this week on the second segment, which will be coming up next on Beyond This Earth. segment and let's get through some of the information that you really need to know and understand first off dealing with these non-fungible tokens they are extremely dangerous let me tell you why they're extremely dangerous especially when it comes to the art world now non-fungible tokens is a digital blockchain type of system that is given to certain people in behind the actual code that will give them some sort of what would we call it a token or some sort of moment like they do with these trading um videos and that sort of thing and they will sell it for a certain amount of money it's almost like the tulip thing back in the day with the dutch I just want to put this in real simple terms. They're using this technology to make money off of art they did not own and they did not credit to, and they are not willing to give the artist any sort of money for this exchange because in fairness, they need to give the money back to the artist if this thing has a certain amount of value or they need to use it in promoting or pro promoting their particular, how should we say this, Fantia's Patreon, sort of all of these particular entities as it were. So they can be, so they can have something to eat, of course. So people can see that this art has certain value. One of the reasons why this is dangerous is because it brings down the value of this very talented art that is being shown as these non-fungible tokens 
the only entities that are not used as a non-fungible token as far as i know are these allegoria based corporate memphis neo corporate memphis based artworks that you, that solar sands had recently did a fascinating and unbelievable takedown on a couple of weeks ago which we talked about in one of the bonuses when we were doing the specials concerning the rational male religion and positive masculinity. In that particular sense, the NFTs are trying to destroy the better art in order to say that this art cannot is priceless and has more worth because the fungible tokens turn out to be more of a dud than anything else. That is extremely dangerous in the future when it comes to this particular art. But it also showcases that there may be a certain value in these particular artworks, especially Japanese anime manga artworks than previously believed. And it is very telling that these artworks they want a fungible token they have and collect to try and sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars because it seems to me there may be more money flowing around in every single marketplace in existence right now in capitalism than previously believed and if that's the case it is very possible that this could lead. This is a part of a massive, massive bubble that is showing up in all aspects of the marketplace that has inflated the value of a lot of these entities 30 times over, which means there is something going down. It is not pretty. It is going to be disastrous. Watch the markets in the next couple of weeks it is going to be a firestorm of epic proportions we're going to explain more about that in the upcoming weeks as well speaking of non-fungible tokens have you ever heard of this ea sports scandal dealing with fifa ultimate team and the cards that come with it this is a thing that i tried to explain about a week and a half ago now I can get in depth in it a little bit because it's connected to what we're about to talk about with the NFL contract. Let me explain how this is, how we are in this mess, okay? FIFA and Madden are front run to the nth degree when it comes to these ultimate team cards or these game tokens of fungible cards as it were in some sense this was the reason this is this was part of the idea for the non-fungible tokens because it is seems to me and ea has also admitted to this that there could be people in the business in their development arms that are selling these particular how do we say this it is a form of a non-fungible token but it's basically based not on a blockchain code but on game code 
Let's call it what it is. It's based on game code, not blockchain code. That basically cheats the algorithm inside the particular video game or the particular video game that is connected to the internet that allows people to access these many cards or free or fucks the system over enough that the developer's favorite people that are connected or somewhat to superstars and all the rest of it get these rare cards to allow them to play ultimate player in the video game and basically break the game modes then other people who have spent hundreds of thousands of pounds us and the uk dollars you know hundreds of thousands of pounds is a hundred of thousands of dollars in us money and basically made the economy of this particular entity unviable so people are playing for a 60 dollar game and some are paying nearly 10 times more for these rare cards and they are not getting it because ea is fudging the system the same thing i believe is happening in madden and some of it may be happening in 2k why is this important because i stated this weeks ago nobody cares about madden anymore let me explain why i mean by they don't care about madden and fifa the people who are developing the games have never played soccer and have never played nfl football or never played high school athletics football they have not have nobody in their families that are connected to the game they do not have those that are they, they are casual fans of the nfl game and they are casual fair weather fans of the soccer in the of the soccer pyramid in the soccer game or association soccer it shows in the way that they built these games it shows in the way and they built the games from the last several years because they are fair weather fans they see fantasy football in the earlier years and as gambling became prominent later on as they started changing the law with gambling they felt as though that this was a way to expand themselves with gambling sports entities DraftKings, that sort of thing what they have decided to make video games these particular sports games into a form of what is going on in the professional sporting world especially now with this new contract bringing into more gambling entities as it were with DraftKings, um FanDuel and all of the other particular entities dealing with gambling they're coming from the UK some from the US others from Japan another from Thailand they're all in this bucket now trying to get into this whole business of buying and selling all types of 
trickeries, parlays, and the whole nine yards. They're trying to turn the analysis of what professional sports is into getting an edge into making money, which basically showcases another major problem. I mentioned this in the specials that this is all connected to prostitution. Now, this is extremely dangerous because if it is connected to that, it explains the OnlyFans, it explains all these other things. It's a very dark situation at hand. All of these particular things with gambling and the rest of it showcases a very dark, insidious market that ultimately preys on children. And children do not understand why they're not getting it through luck. These cards that should be easier to get with a little bit of skill and understanding of how to play this particular games. It has also affected the way the game is being made because by leaving all the bad bugs in the game, they have created an environment in which people could have an incident where there could be bugs in this particular game and can be shooed away as saying it's just a part of the experience. Big games such as Madden and FIFA need hundreds of thousands of coders, but they need strong teams of 30 QA testers within these particular entities with these strong teams that are able to fit as many bugs as possible and to make these particular entities with these economies on the whole as fair as possible. They're not doing that. You're all being screwed. You're all being there and you continue to buy these games and they continue to let you because you are remind it's part nostalgia is part. We want to be with the boys as part of what is hitting, what is not hitting. And now even the gaming industry and the gaming people who are in 2K, who don't like, who are getting fed up with the way 2K is handling it, is talking about the whole gaming industry as a whole, that it is not hitting as it used to. And they are unfortunately right. Because in one sense, we have to put it in real in real terms. The National Football League is the sport that America has left. And it is the only thing the traditional networks have to give. The traditional networks are going to exist in some form in nature at 2023, 2023, 2033, excuse me. They're going to exist in some form or fashion. After that, it is anybody's guess how long we will have something like a CBS or an NBC or an ABC or any sort of network in that particular sense. Because let's look at the deal that recently just got signed between the NFL 
and its media partners. Monday Night Football will be on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN Plus at a cost of $2.7 billion for a 42% increase. The NFC package by Fox will go to $2.3 billion. Fox and Tubi will have an increase of one of 105%. CBS will pay $1.2 billion for its CBS and Paramount Plus Peaks station, which will increase to 110%. Sunday Night Football will stay on NBC for $2.2 billion for 132% increase between Peacock and NBC. And Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video, and the NFL Network has agreed on a contract for $1.1 million for a 32% increase. So here are the rights increases concerning the subscriber house estimates. The increased rights for ABC increased only $4.73, whereas for CBS, it increased up to $13.01. ESPN had a small increase, while Fox and NBC will get bigger increases within the next couple of years. The average paid TV subscribers watching the NFL season, the average NFL audience for CBS was 16.2 million, ESPN was 11, Fox was 17, NBC was 16.0%. The total paid subscriber base is at 19%, whereas for ESPN is 14%, 20% for Fox, and NBC was 19%. So the major broadcasters have negotiated a streaming platform to be included in the multi-class in the New Deal. Viacom CBS went in the opposite direction with NFL games only available behind the expensive package of $9.99. That's basically $10. There still needs to be too many deals to be negotiated with the biggest shockwaves. NFL Sunday Ticket is looking for a new home. There's a possibility it could be on ESPN+. Plus or it also could be on Amazon Home Video. The digital streaming rights package will Verizon currently pays is also up for negotiation. I do not expect Verizon to hold on to these rights. It could go into AT&T as a part of a package deal to keep these particular rights. In the final analysis, according to Variety Intelligence Bureau, this will be a precursor where most of the regular season NFL games will end up when the next renewal hits in 2023. The anticipated demise of traditional TV will be in full swing then, and while it's impossible the broadcast dance could re-team up to multicast one or two games of the week then, it will be tech media hybrids rolling the roost then. The die has already been cast on the note that the NFL begins its digital transformation. We're going to have a $1 billion quarterback real damn soon. Real damn soon. Let me give you some free game concerning this whole thing with the video game industry as well. You know that the video game industry right now is not looking good. Not looking good at all. Hot, long hours. No bad pay. Nobody's getting anything done. 
you're not sure about all these particular things and as well. We have just saw a contract increase for the NFL up to $110 billion over 11 years. CBS's recent Super Bowl was done with graphics packages helped by with its AR technology done by Unreal Engine. Now, many people have used Unreal Engine to fantastic effect, and the prices are low enough so people can experiment on these technologies and do well. Why not, if people are tired of working in the video game industry, to finally have a stable job with good benefits by working in the graphics department of these particular stations, especially now that Amazon is in the fray. It is a very, it is a rewarding job, and you can parlay it into other particular aspects of the media, such as the business side, such as the public relations, all these other things. Now, we know the traditional media is having issues with their truth telling with the news and all the rest of these things and whatnot but sports is important still even to this day as we have seen with march madness and the way all these graphic packages did these are fantastic jobs for everyone to get into if it is possible the technologies are near high end they need people that can do lower thirds i see them all over instagram they are doing great work with their lower thirds, with the way they're positioning film, the DEI, the DUI. All of these things can translate into wonderful opportunities in both outside the traditional media and in traditional media itself. That's something that you can think about. Don't think that gaming is going to survive forever with all the censorship and all the rest of it. You're going to need a place where you can really hang your hat in and get certain things done. And one of those places may be those particular media entities with the NFL, possibly Amazon as well, in order for you, in order for them to have a broadcast that can be successful. I'm just letting y'all guys know. It's a very interesting proposition. Just think about it. Whether you like the meat or you're not, people got to eat. And a lot of people can't leave America, unfortunately, because of the language barrier and what they feel about other countries and all the rest of these things. And there are people in the video game industry that are too tired. Why not get a little bit of your feet wet working in the industry? And then realize that in the future, you can go into other places in the media, put your money there, Say that you work in these particular things. I know Unreal Unreal Engine and all the rest of these things, and they might hire you. You never know what could happen. Just giving y'all free game. Last thing in the day, I'm a little bit uh, far in what we were talking about because we were talking about EA in that particular sense. Speaking of which, I know they have renegotiated that contract with Jim Nance. They're going to have to keep him, and they will. Now that the contract is over, 
knew they will figure out what other sports they're going to buy after this particular thing and see how much money they're going to make from all this. Speaking of Rush Limbaugh and the media, Dan Bayongo will fill in for Rush. I said it should have been Steven Crowder. They choosing Dan in the major markets. I'm stunned. To be honest with you, they don't trust Ben Shapiro and they're thinking that Crowder ain't going to do nothing, even though he's the only guy that has a chance. But they're giving it to Dan, to Don. Well, congratulations to him, but it should have been Steven, to be honest with you. So I don't know what they're making with that decision. I really don't. It's, it's kind of scary to me, but a lot of the stations are going to stay with Rush Limbaugh until they make a decision if there's going to be a competition between those three men or if it's not going to be a competition and they have just given the reins of power to Dan Bogano. So we'll wish him well, but if competition starts between Crowder, him, and Ben Shapiro, my money's on Crowder, whether you like him or not. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Over the hall back here. Apropos of nothing, I was looking over through my recent rise in the radio business, and it seems that we're getting on a good clip. We're trying to have a full schedule of interviews soon. I am everyone that comes here to listen to Beyond This Earth will get the information that isn't anywhere else. Do get the ideas that really come from the heart of your host, Nova Hollerback, because he's not going to do y'all wrong. He will never lead you wrong. And if I do, it is by mistake, and I apologize, but I try to do my best for everyone here who is a fan of this show. Tell a friend, word of mouth is better than Add words of mouth or messed up algorithms, as it were. Speaking of interviews, I was playing an interview with a certain uh, Twitter user, but certain things that have recently come up about that particular Twitter user has given me, given me a little bit of pause 
So we are not going to do this interview at that particular time. In a future update, I will let you know on when we plan to do that interview. But we have other interviews I'm trying to get. Interestingly enough, the most listened to portion of this particular radio show, especially with the specials now over, is the one with John Michael Greer when I basically read the whole thing about wheel training. I'm 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 shocked. I thought people were more interested in the other things that Roll Tomasi and Michael Tessarin were talking about about masculinity, but the majority of the day went went to John Michael Greer, which is kind of surprising to me. I'm I'm not here to diss Greer. He has his place. And I mean there's a lot of things we can learn about trying to live a better life as possibly humanity decays, which I said near the end of the specials. But look, we're trying to live in the physical realm here. And living in the physical realm is just a hard enough job. And aspects of what Raul Tomasi is saying is one of the ways we can survive in the physical realm. It's a practice, it's not, it's a practice you integrate in one's life in order to better your life, but it has to be a part of a whole type of process, which means some things that Michael Desarian said about going in through the underworld cycle and doing soul work or spiritual work is a very important thing. Aspects of what John Michael Greer said is important with the will training and so on. Y'all just went to the drill training first before going through the whole things of it. It don't work that way. I did it as a three piece. Guys, you're going ahead of the dang. I'm just saying as somebody who is deeply concerned about the future of the whole world as a whole in trying to get humanity into a better place. We got to leave the world better than we left it and we're not doing a good job of it, and we're just chasing pussy, and the pussy is too rancid for us to chase at this particular time. Or, and more importantly, concerning with the way the ways of Pook, she's supposed to make your life a part of be a part of your exciting life, not to turn you into a peon, which all of these women in the millennial culture and in Gen Z culture are starting to do with their peer set, which is very dark and is very sad to see. That's what needs to be stated on that particular end. That has to change, but it is important for the will work, but you still got to have Roll Tomasi speak to you about this. There are videos out there, especially with him, and I explained this last week, about how racism is going to be stopped. And that means these men have to come together in a focused way in order to explain certain things that have to be shown and focused into shown, shown why men have to start not giving women any sort of time of day and learn how to have boundaries around women. I talked about this in the first segment they're starting to turn men into draft horses, especially in the UK, 
I'm sorry to tell people this, but it's happening and it's got to change. We have to do better. We cannot be chasing pussy forever. Basically, basic truths. Will training will help, but it goes farther than that for him. If you're not ready for it, you still got that practice that you can integrate in your life in order to defend yourself from these women who just want to be feral at this particular point. If you want, if they want to be feral, be feral, but we got to defend ourselves from that ferality. That's all that needs to be said. We'll be back with more of Beyond This Earth right after this. this earth just a few things from space guys look i know some of y'all are fake fans but is this story really damn crazy or i'm living in fate because scientists are proposing a lunar arc to store six point seven million sperm samples as a global insurance policy a team of researchers from the university of arizona led by jack and danga proposed building a massive arc on the moon as a modern global insurance policy against natural disasters, social economic chaos, asteroids, and the threat of nuclear war. Wait just a tap dancing minute. Sperm samples? So, uh, we're just gonna send... Oh. It's like, please, God. Man, I keep telling you Japan keeps prophesizing and y'all don't listen. It's like the new, the, uh, it's like art imitates life, but it's not totally true. Life imitates art, which has always been true. That's messed up. That's really, really messed up. Speaking of which, we're talking about neutrinos. They are investigating certain certain types of neutrinos underwater. 
as a form of these particular things. Russian scientists had a weekend of superlatives. They sank the Northern Hemisphere's largest underwater space telescope into the world's deepest lake with the goal of detecting the smartest known particles. Neutrinos are particles that are up to a million times smaller than net electrons created one second after the Big Bang. It is rare to, for them to interact with other matter, their pros is social distancing, but scientists believe they can provide insight into the history of the universe. Neutrinos are extremely hard to detect, even though they're likely everywhere. About 300 of these relics of the Big Bang exist in every cubic centimeter, according to one theory. But neutrinos are easier to spot in water. So Lake Bacal, with its massive amounts of clear, fresh water, is ideal. When a neutrino hits the water, the telescope's surrounding light centers picked up a photon of light. Sensor signals travel through cables through the telescope's master module, and after being digitized and time-stamped, the data is eventually sent ashore. Russia, Germany, Slovakia, Poland, and the Czech Republic have been working on together on the back of gigaton biome detectors since 2015. And in the next few years, scientists will send sink more sensors to boost the, tele, the telescope search. Very interesting. So we're going underwater to find out what is up there to see if those neutrinos are going to hit the water and find out how old the universe is truly is so we're using the whole earth as a telescope that's fascinating speaking of planets we're finding out that certain exoplanets have huge amounts of volcanoes huge amounts of volcanoes on one side and water on the other and another interesting theory has come out that the Earth was originally a water world in its early years, that the whole world was full of water. And they have evidence to prove it in the rock formations all over the world. And we started out the earth started out as a water world and then land started to come in. That's absolutely fascinating. If you are a John Michael Greer fan, you are going to love this news. Ever since the Model T rolled off production lines, gasoline has been the primary fuel source to get from point A to point B. But as 17th century tulip investors and UGG owners know, not all trends last forever. The International Energy Agency forecasts that global acetylene consumption has hit its peak and will never return to peak pandemic levels ever. The report is not exactly a surprise Drops in travel related to COVID-19 put pandemic-sized dent in gas consumption. But when you also factor in increasingly fuel-efficient cars and greater adoption of electric vehicles, we're going to talk about that soon. It makes sense that gasoline's decline is all gas and new brakes. 
One important note that the IEA does see a full recovery in global crude oil demand, which is used for everything from jet fuel to electricity generation, just not for gasoline. The world very much relies on crude oil, but the rate of where oil firsting nations consume black gold is slowing to a crawl. It's connected to chasing pussy, folks. It's connected to it, folks. No stability in the home means who's going to get the gas out. There's nothing to do, just get gas out. Okay, why do I need the gas for if there's nothing to get the gas from? They all think, my guts, why are we getting the gas out? It's, it's simple mathematics. It's simple biology, folks. Very simple biology. Any other news of the week as we go through the news of the week? The payment stimulus company Stripe raised about $600 million in a $95 billion valuation. It's now the most viable private company ever hatched in Silicon Valley. Apple is discontinuing its original HomePod speaker and said focus on the mini version. Italy will pull the majority of its residents into hard lockdown to, uh, on Monday as it battles a third COVID wave. Drew Brees has retired as the NFL's official leader in career passing yards. We're expecting big things from the business world from Breeze, who will reportedly lead the head broadcast booth for NBC Sports for Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Deb Hanlon was confirmed as Interior Secretary. She makes history as the first Native American to lead a cabinet agency. Netflix Mike topped the list for most Oscar nominations with 10. Airline executives from the U.S. reports glimmers of hope as a travel rebound at a conference yesterday. Last weekend was the busiest at U.S. airports since the pandemic began. Mitt Romney has called for an economic and diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics in 2022. GM back Cruz is buying yellow self, uh, buying fellow self-driving company Voyage as the industry consolidates around a few major players. China grilled orange yesterday during the country's biggest sandstorm in a decade. Moderna has begun testing its COVID-19 vaccine for children under the age of 12. eToro, the Israeli training platform and rival, is going public via its SPAC in a $10 billion deal. Google has reduced the commissioning teach from Android developers on its $1 billion revenue following a similar move from Apple. The teenager who gained accounts of Twitter accounts of some of the world's most powerful people last summer pleaded guilty and agreed to serve three years in prison. LeBron James is joining Fenway Sports Group, the parent company of the Boston Red Sox and Liverpool Football Club as a partner. Morgan Stanley is offering his wealthy clients access to Bitcoin funds, becoming the first major bank to do so. Four will allow 3,000 employees who have been working from home to keep working from home after the pandemic winds down. Catherine Tai was confirmed by the Senate as the U.S. Trade Representative becoming the first Asian American and woman of color to hold the position. The Snyder Cut has reached HBO Max and other theaters. Paper good chain, paper source bankruptcy blindsided small volumes that relied on it, including to an exclusive report 
by others. Google will invest $7 billion in U.S. offices and data centers this year, creating 1,000 full-time jobs. Peloton has issued new safety warnings after an accident in one of its treadmills resulted in the death of a young child. Facebook is giving an inside look how a wristband interacts with its upcoming augmented reality glasses. Team Vo's incoming editor-in-chief has resigned following backlash of a tweet she posted in 2011. Nike sales fell short of expectations last quarter due to inventory delays related to port congestion. Supply chains are severely out of whack. And those are some of the news that happened this week. Cornell University has also put out a lecture about machine learning it will be available on the link over there as well. Last thing of note dealing with the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities concerning the attacks on old ladies and old men of those particular nationalities being attacked all over the country. I stated something about this last season during one of the bonuses concerning what will happen and in one episode of Beyond This Earth last season. I stated to the effect that this was coming. When people get desperate, they're going to do desperate things and they're going to lash out on what they perceive as those that caused this particular pandemic. We know who caused the pandemic. We don't have to lie about it, but these people are innocent victims of the pandemic. But we have to expand this particular issue to much larger problems in the with Asia and the rest of the world. And the problem is, is that there are those who exploit especially with the Japanese, all of the works of their culture in order to prop their own up. And it isn't fair and it isn't right. Sometimes a lot of these Asian communities, especially in Hollywood, do a disservice to a lot of those who are Asian in the industry by talking about things that are out of their hands. This is an important issue that needs to be talked about, especially when it comes to what's going on in Sony and the PlayStation and the destruction ultimately of their biggest, one of their development arms, the Sony Japanese studio. For almost no reason at all, a lot of them are taking contracts out of getting bought out for almost no reason at all. They're restructuring the the company's major force into something that does not fit their priorities. In almost no reason at all, they're, the third-party developers are not being talked to. For almost no reason at all, they're not fixing certain things with their controller. For almost no reason at all, Jim Thing is causing a lot of problems. Jim Valley, I believe is name. No, not Jim Valley. I don't remember the new runner of 
Sony um, at this particular point because I've been pretty much out of the video game industry outside of a few things. <clears throat> and he is causing this particular issue. The violence has been going on for years and it has gone on in Twitter with the attacks on Japanese artists and their works. Asian violence, Asian American violence and violence towards Asians who are just doing their artistry and all the rest of these things have become apparent and a serious problem. We need to separate actual attacks from disagreements of art and disagreements of censorship. We need to start separating this because this violence is used as a pretext. This the censorship is a is a pretense to the violence. All the forms of the censorship, where if it comes from Sony, where it comes from Microsoft, where it comes from everywhere else, is a pretext to the violence that is happening right now in the streets. And this pretext comes from the top. So there can be a point, especially with a lot of these liberals, when it comes to these incidences with, as it were, with Harvard and the rest of them, rest of the Ivy League schools in admittance of these particular entity of the, of, of, how should I say this? Minor of, of ethnic groups that Asians outdo those who are white and those who are black and those who are Latino in these particular 10 schools. And a lot of them thought it was unfair. And then it became apparent where there was a fight between all of these things. And that leads into some of the violence there. Whereas in a better world that respects the issues and respects the freedoms of each other and it respects beauty and talent, we wouldn't have these major problems. What we are being seen is that the anti-Asian violence comes from older, darker recesses of censorship, not only of Japanese anime, but censorship of other works that came from Hong Kong during the past and a sort of a, how should we put it in that particular sense? A sort of a way of saying that the way the Asian culture and the and urban culture were used as a way to, as a bulwark against, especially in the 1960s and 70s, as a bulwark against the old hat culture, and in some cases, the first era of woke culture that was not a masculinized culture, as they felt that Asian culture 
was back then about martial arts, which was around that particular aspect. And later on, it was anime and all the rest of it. A softness, a masculinity, that sort of thing. That racism and that envy from that racism of the success of, say, Bruce Lee, of many others of that of, of that purview of Japanese anime, of Japanese video games, that became a problem for those that were in the established, those that were established. So one of the things that we're going to have to figure out and solve is the way we see ourselves as a people when it comes to why are the talent and how to respect talent and how to cultivate talent and how to learn from such talents so we can all succeed as a humanity. One of the things that we have to discuss is that there are certain things in Asian culture that don't work. That's not to say we hate them or we want to kill anybody. That's wrong. But there are certain things that don't work. There are certain things that are absolutely timeless as a part of humanity and need to be protected. And need to be a part of the world. And not in part of the world, but always will be a keystone for Asia. And the joke is on us. If we just see Asia as slanty eyes and Panda Express, the joke is on us. Let me put this to you in very sad terms. Chloe Bennett is not the name of Chloe Wong. Chloe Bennett has to use that name because she couldn't get any names as Mrs. Wong. Dean Kane could never get the job as Superman back in the 1990s. Because he has a Japanese last name. Would Naomi Osaka be as popular in a strange way if she had her father's last name? Think about it. There's a double entrade too on one side, on each side too. Because of the exoticism, which is there. How about Maki Ito and the um obvious, obvious, almost blatant? Why does she look like a 13 year old child when she's actually 25 years old? Top of BS that. Supposed hard-nosed liberal guys like Jim Cornette. And surprisingly, folks that 
support and are closely related to the establishment order now in the White House, say about Makaito. It's scary to me. The Asian violence is much more prevalent from people who say they want to help African-Americans and those who want to help Latinos. But when it came to Asians, it's like they're first worlders. They got first world technology. Oh, and worse, <clears throat> and this is another form of Asian violence too. They use, just like with light-skinned blacks and dark-skinned blacks, they use Koreans and sometimes Chinese to get over the Japanese and other and other Asian countries as they're the higher form of Asian um, ways of living where that is a racist entity on its own because people don't really understand when you're using that particular type of music in order to defeat your enemies. You're creating this particular white, how should we say it, even though they're liberals, they're using the white savior complex. Even though they're saying they're liberals and they don't believe in white saviors and they don't believe in white supremacy, the majority of them are white, the majority of them are liberal, and the majority of them use it against their perceived enemies. Isn't that a form of racism too? Think about it. But all of this can stop when people like Jim Will from Sony and all the rest of them who do the censoring game realize that it's not going to last forever and they are committing violence against these people who have done nothing but made them money. This is one of the reasons people need to be careful, especially you are going into Asian countries. You need to be careful when you're going into business. You are facilitators. You're not the owners. You facilitate in helping them succeed. Don't come in there thinking that you own the place. You help them facilitate success. Difference. Major difference. And this is what is hurting or will hurt Sony in the future. And it's already hurting them in ways they cannot possibly predict. All there were saying about anti-Asian violence falls on deaf ears because they're censoring those that are Asian and their work. That's the problem. So violence happens both in censorship and in the real world. Think about it deeply. And I have friends who are Asian and the racism extends to them too. My friend who lives in New Orleans has given everybody a chance to go to work using cars. He's not married. Why do you think that is? I don't know what to tell you, but you see, 
When you see it, call it out when you see it. I have another friend, fair-weather friend, mind you, who has all the talent in the world. He's both black and Asian. You got to understand, it's come from that too. That violence is doubly worse for him. I have another Asian friend who we came to an agreement on how we're going to see each other as friends. She goes through the same things too, and it's triply worse for her. I'm not going to say why it's triply worse. I have those who have gone through all these other things, but the reason why they're never going to solve those problems is they believe in a leftism that is ultimately destroying them. Make this clear, folks. All leftism does is try to obfuscate the truth and censor so their friends can, who don't have the talent can succeed over them. You want to stop the violence in that community? You got to stop the censorship that is going around all over. Then we'll start talking and then we'll have a way to stop the violence. I think the real reason that it's happening is that we are not going after those who really cause the coronavirus to spread. And we know who they are and it's not some old grandmother and it's not some old grandfather just walking around the streets of New York. It's a shame. Thank you for listening to Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hollerback. We'll be back with an all new episode next week, episode 22. Until then, take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys soon. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Overcast. Soon, very soon, hopefully, with the interviews on Studio App and wherever you get your radio shows. Until next week, guys, then have a beautiful rest of the day. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.